0: From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio At the George Washington Broadcast Center Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty Armstrong and Getty And now,
1: is Armstrong and Getty You
2: know,
3: I don't think I've ever fully appreciated what it says there What does it say, the Abraham Lincoln Studio In the George Washington Broadcasting Center? Exactly like Yes, more or less, yes <laughs> That's awesome I love it.
1: <laughs> that was in response, as I recall, to some of the utterly, indefensibly moronic moves to dename schools oh, named right. after many of the founding papas. Right, right, right. And, and and Link, who was not a founding papa, but played kind of a large role there in the middle. Live from Studio C. Senior. Dimly lit room deep within the
3: bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And hey, everybody, today... Friday. We're under the tutelage of our general manager. Bad news. The general manager joined the anti-work movement. Didn't show up. wow. Yeah. Well, I hope he finds something that makes his heart sing. Right. The anti-work movement.
1: (laughs) It's like the anti-eating movement. Right. Give that a good solid try. (laughs) Drop me a note in six months. Tell me how it's
3: going. (laughs) I... uh, I'm trying to diagnose myself psychologically on the drive-in today. Why do so many of these COVID stories make me so mad? Why? And I'm trying to figure it out. As I've said for
1: many times, there's a a level of dissonance going on. that It's hurting my brain. Yeah, I know what you mean. I spend most of the day at least mildly annoyed, usually (laughs) more than that that uh, people are still being deluded into doing things that harm themselves and their children
3: or are so many of the stories like the the main theme of the story and then the facts that they portray don't match together and nobody sure. nobody seems to be bothered by that yeah or like their news director doesn't say hey you're you're doing a story about how dangerous it is but you just did some statistics showing how not dangerous it is so i'm not
1: sure it makes any sense to Um, uh, Or or you claim that the person who just died of COVID was anti-vax. They were anti-mandates. You do understand the difference, Jim, don't you? So I heard one uh, L.A. County health official say, now is not the time to let
3: down your guard. And I thought, who is that for? People who have their guard up have had their guard up for two years and aren't relaxing it anytime soon. And those of us who never think about COVID, which I think is most of us, and don't have our guard up at all, I haven't done anything differently in a year and a half. Nothing. The first part of it, when we didn't know how it worked, I was, uh, like, y- using napkins to open doorknobs and wearing gloves when I got gas. But as soon as we figured that out, I, I haven't done... And I remember <laughs> you were wearing
1: a condom 24-7. <laughs>
3: I haven't done anything different in a year and a half. And I think right. that's probably true for the people that are worried about it. So, yeah. you, you health officials, just
1: shut the freak up! Nobody's listening to you at all! Well, as uh, folks listen to this mess uh, nationwide, there are f- probably... 37 states, roughly, in which people are saying, what are you talking about? I know. As they are living their lives in a perfectly normal fashion. Their kids are unmasked. There's nobody wearing a mask outside. The kids are unmasked at schools. The schools are fine. They're wide open. There are no problems. And then in that other 13 to how many states, I'm, I'm guessing 13 to 15 states, uh, the kids are still masked eight hours a day in school with ill-fitting, useless masks. Uh, we've got some audio to play for you coming up of, of various school boards just still acting as if it's the early days and nobody knows anything. You do it does kind of cause the the the, the urge for violence to well up in me. I got to admit.
3: L.A. He- health officials warn against letting down your guard. Who is that for? What are you talking about? So, um, uh, football this weekend. Got your championship yes. games. Yes. The Rams 49ers is going to end up being the, uh, the most expensive non-Super Bowl game ever for demand, I guess, or...
1: Just because it's Los Angeles, or uh, highest prices on your resale services, from what I understand, because it's L. A., you think, or the rivalry, or uh, uh,
3: two uh, expensive
1: uh, cities going at it, where the fans can reach easily—that's probably part of it. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that that's a big part of demand. How easy is it for the typical fan to get there and drive up demand? And and the answer is extremely easy. Yeah, uh, in either direction. That makes that, that makes sense. That's probably a driving most because most of the
3: time you have a championship game, you got a home team, and then the other team might be. You know, an eight-hour flight with two transfers away. Sure. And uh, and just not that handy to go And you're going to miss a day of work. Well, here, you can just fly the game, go home, enjoy your 49ers win. I think the uh, Rams are going to stomp the 49ers, but that's just my my opinion.
1: What? That's a a poor opinion. I wish I hadn't expressed it. The 49ers were
3: embarrassing Sunday. They won. God, Yeah. Yeah
1: it was the frozen the wind was blowing it, it's, it's a snow it just, you don't ignore him folks just ignore him unless you're a rams fan and then enjoy <laughs> alex is helping me move furniture this weekend aren't you alex that's gonna be a good time not so.
3: anymore after that hot it's, take it's always yeah
1: it's always yeah, fun no kidding. always fun to move furniture who doesn't like that and i'll he's tell you gonna, what. he's not gonna ask you to wear a mask he's gonna have you put in a ball gag so you don't <laughs> unleash any more of that nonsense I'll tell you what, you throw on top of the fun of moving furniture
3: that's always there a little divorce action, you got it. It's a good time right there. All the way around, it's fun. Oh, golly. Uh, Let's start the show officially. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Friday, January 28th, the year 2022. New you in 22. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we
1: approve of this program. All right, let's begin uh, bringing the thunder, precisely according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark. McDonald's is set to begin selling a new item consisting of a chicken sandwich, Big Mac, and filet of fish all in one bun, called Land, Air, and Sea, as opposed to its original name, Bathroom Hospital Cemetery. (laughs)
3: That's pretty good. The land, air, and sea.
1: Wow. <laughs> you know, everybody else on the show can do what they do. I am a conscientious objector. I, Joe Getty, will not discuss stunt food.
3: Well, this this could be a real fun, real one, though, couldn't it? Something that's, like, going to be around and people eat. You think? Not just, a, you know, a, a burger that the buns are donuts or something like that that nobody's actually eating.
1: That sounds terrible. Hmm. It's a chicken sandwich, a burger, and a filet of fish as well. It is
3: real. I do have information on this. Well,
1: I don't doubt that it's real, but, but it's it, stunt food.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you I have know. to
1: build it yourself.
3: I think this might be an actual food. I don't know. We'll see. I might try it. I might try it. <laughs> uh, so I'm looking at the uh, uh, TV.
1: <laughs> Bathroom, <laughs> hospital, what do you say? Cemetery. Cemetery.
3: <laughs> I'm looking at the TV, and it says, Russia says it doesn't want war, keeps adding troops. <laughs> well, nobody's ever done that in the history of the world. Claimed they didn't want war while they're preparing every single day until the moment they attack. So have you nailed down? Has anybody nailed down? Did Joe Biden actually say to the president of Ukraine yesterday, as reported on CNN all evening last night, that they they said they had a White House source telling them that President
1: Biden told President Zelensky, your capital is about to be sacked. Wow. Get ready. I've only heard this through you, so I do not know. The White
3: House then came out and said that is not true. That did not happen. Ukraine eventually came out and said that that's not what happened. So I don't know. CNN said they have sources
1: saying that is what happened. CNN, on the other hand, is a steaming pile of excrement. So there's that. Uh, you also, though, have a a, a really
3: old, uh, half-crazy president who's capable of saying anything, and you could understand why Ukraine
1: would say, yeah, yeah, no, no, he didn't say that. I mean, yeah. you, who wants that out there? Right. Joe Biden making a minor incursion into senility. That's, that's,
2: that's, the pressure.
1: that's right. That'd be a heck of a thing to say to somebody, huh? Especially when
3: you're not a good article in no, somewhere, I'm going to read it, uh, about uh, how we're not sending the best stuff. We're sending, the, we're really emphasizing the number of pounds we're sending. I've noticed that. Yeah, I, I thought that was odd. A lot of talk about how many tons of stuff we're sending and not a lot of emphasis on what we're sending. And we're not sending the very best stuff like the Stinger missiles they could really use or some of the anti-tank stuff that's really the best. And why aren't we sending that? So for the president to, to not send the best stuff and then to say, hey, your capital is about to get sacked. So dig in, buddy. No joke. Not malarkey. That'd wow. be a heck of a thing to say to someone. Wow. <laughs> and anyway. deny it. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know what happened. More on that later. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's it's good. It's fine. We have clips of the week to get what? to as well. Yeah. Oh, my God. Since it's, it's, it's Friday. It's, it's like a, a burger of entertainment with some fish of thoughtfulness. and uh, All put together in one bun. All on the way, our text line is 415-295-KFTC.
0: show
3: can't win the big one they never quit backs against the wall working on all my sports cliches
0: <laughs>
1: beautiful
3: choked you choked i like it when you try to do something that in all circumstances you're going to be successful like a third of the time <laughs> you know like a long
1: range basketball shot or something but if you don't make it you choked Is clearly what happened Oh, yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) The coach who takes the one in three chance and succeeds is a genius. The other two are idiots and should be fired. Can't win the big one. Pressure. Stage (laughs) is too big for him. Choked. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. So, uh, mailbag coming up in a moment or two, plus your freedom-loving quote of the day. But first, let's take a pause to look back fondly at the week that was. It's Cal Clips of the Week. (laughs) Los Angeles, the There's too
3: much boobs and penises in Mm. modern art. Now, what are you going to do about it?
1: You can't prosecute your way out of this desperation.
2: (laughs) People are depressed. They are lonely. That is why we need to end it. More than any inconvenience that it's been to the rest of us, I think. You
1: You think
0: inflation is a political (laughs) liability ahead of the midterm? What a stupid son of a bitch. It's nothing personal, pal. I think the president's
3: right. You are a stupid (laughs) (laughs) S.A.P. Yeah, my mom always said bad words are a sign of a limited vocabulary. She says, I think it's a sign of a frustrated president.
2: Forty-fifth president of the United States. Forty-fifth and forty-seven.
4: Forty-seven. Yes.
0: Yes. Beijing isn't only fighting the virus, but pollution,
3: too.
1: The IOC deserves all of the disdain and disgust that comes their way.
3: Today... David Ortiz becomes the fourth Dominican-born member of the National Baseball Hall of Fame. How in the blank do you have a Hall of Fame without Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens?
1: And it is go!
3: You know, I just can't sleep unless I know what group through what ball through what apparatus. (laughs) I'll make $10,000 less than white people with the
1: same skills. Are you encouraging people to be lazy? So so I think laziness is um, a virtue. I mean, I personally uh, work. I have I have like a 20, 25 hour work weeks, which I think is fairly good
3: show me smart guy you invented it you designed it you show me how you get toilet paper to roll out of that thing and i hate you
0: the threat to ukraine is real
2: germany unlike other western allies is not allowing weapons to be shipped to
0: ukraine yeah germany's intransigence on this joe is rankling other european countries and other allies
3: rock song what a time to be alive where this sort of
1: thing is happening it is so the jacked up pickup of music you know <laughs> it really is it really giant is. knobby tires oh, yep yep here's your freedom loving quote of the day friends once again from theodore roosevelt the things that will destroy america are prosperity at any price peace at any price safety first instead of duty first the love of soft living and the get-rich-quick theory of life. TR said that? He did. I don't know that quote. Allegedly. That's a good one. That is a good one. I can try to figure out the source of that uh, that little quip, because a lot of quotes on the Internet are inaccurate. Uh, This is a site that's usually pretty damn strong. Uh, Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I can look that up if you want, because that's good stuff. Did you have
3: the quote from uh, Teddy Roosevelt where he says, Hey, you Indians, walk beside me. I'm going to be up here on the horse. (laughs) No, but I've seen the statue.
1: Mailbag. (laughs) Timothy wrote us a nice note. I'm going to paraphrase it a little bit, but uh, I appreciate him introducing the thought. Apparently, diversity, like beauty, is only skin deep. Ah, that's pretty good. That is pretty good. Talking about the Supreme Court nomination. The probably federally illegal announcement that you're only going to hire a certain race for a job. And a certain sex, for that matter. Then this from Reno Joe. Guys, if the qualification for Supreme Court justice have been reduced to characteristics like gender and race, does that mean Rachel Dolezal could theoretically qualify? Because she claimed to be black even though she's white. Or a black trans woman who is biologically male can simply claim to be female, identify as female. The intelligentsia legitimizes this kind of stupidity, it underscores the absurdity of assigning the qualifications of a justice according to race or sex rather than education, fidelity to the Constitution. For God's sake, this is the highest legal office in the land. If you can't have standards here, where the hell are you going to have them?
3: I'll uh, read the piece from the Wall Street Journal that came out yesterday on this whole topic. It's pretty interesting. On uh, it, th- This is flat-out illegal, according to the Supreme Court, in almost every other realm of hiring in America. But apparently it's okay for the Supreme Court. Yeah, that's a really interesting question. Declaring a gender and race of who you will
1: hire and excluding everyone else. Yeah, yeah. You can do it and get away with it, but announcing it in advance is a hell of a maneuver. Hmm. Let's see. uh, Similar topic. Gino writes, Joe Biden's bigotry is the worst form of bigotry, in my opinion, as a black man. His announcement that he is going to pick a black woman to succeed Justice Breyer uh, is a passive statement that no black woman is capable of reaching that achievement based on merit alone. Essentially, black women aren't good enough to make it, so old Uncle Joe is going to step in and give them a hand. If he secretly wanted this outcome, made this election without the pre-announcement, then fine. But the announcement just makes clear that he believes openly that black people aren't capable of achieving without the help of white people. It's a disgusting perspective and very frustrating as a black person. just had to get that off my chest.
3: Well, a well-known law professor is about to get canceled uh for expressing that very same view. Maybe we can get into that. Um Yeah. That's a tough one.
1: You're not supposed to say that out loud, I guess. And it's not like there is no counter to that argument. You could say, well, you know, there are plenty of legal minds, brilliant legal minds that have all sorts of skin colors and and whatever, and so we just think it's important to show young black kids blah, blah, blah. So that's not totally crazy. Uh,
3: Lots to talk about. If you miss an hour of the show, you can grab the podcast at armstrongandgetty.com.
0: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: Is it as discombobulating for others as it is for me when somehow your apps get rearranged on your home screen and all of a sudden your like huh. little green text thing that was down over here for the last six months is now up over there and your photos are over there and just.
1: I think it may be particularly vexing for guys because we're not as good at like seeing uh colors and stationary things. It's like the husband who goes to the fridge says, "Honey, where's the mustard?" and then she goes, "It's right here." <laughs> it's just it has to do with men. We're much better at motion than color. Um and so yeah, if if like I just got the the That's new software on my iPad. Oh yeah, it's absolutely That's I'm, fascinating. I'm of it.
3: Yeah. I'd never thought of that, but clearly it's the same thing. It's exactly the same thing of, do we have any butter? How come we don't have any butter? There's butter right there.
1: Right. If the butter was moving, not only would you see it, you could probably, like, toss a ball to hit it where it's going to be. Just men are better, in general, at at motion and and patterns and that sort of thing. Stop using gendered language. (laughs) I don't believe My in genders, so please do not use gendered language to k- to address everyone. <laughs> well, I should probably k- be um, uh, <laughs> going through all seventy-eight recognized Facebook genders and discussing how they are at finding butter.
3: <laughs> but the looking for the Twitter app is the same thing as looking for the butter in the fridge, obviously. Okay, right. interesting, huh? Um, uh, so, why it's so uh, confusing? That for a job opening like the Supreme Court, you can announce the gender and race that you want, but you can't do that for other jobs. Uh, It's highly illegal. We'll talk about that in just a second from the Wall Street Journal, but you got uh, the old guy leaving, Justice Breyer, leaving the Supreme Court. And he gave a little speech yesterday, and it seemed to really uh, get the attention of, I think, all of America in
1: between the 20s liked it. In between the 20s? On a football field. Oh, oh, oh! politically speaking. That fringe yeah. that is driving
3: all the conversation in America? Didn't. Yeah. But I think everybody between the 20s liked it. Hmm. Which is almost all of us, by the way. Uh, so we, it's kind of, it's it's a little long. We've edited it, but I think you're going to really enjoy it. This is Justice Breyer yesterday when he announced he is uh, stepping down.
0: People have come to accept this Constitution. And they've come to accept the importance of a rule of law. Of course, people don't agree. But we have a country that is based on human rights, democracy, and so forth. But I'll tell you what Lincoln thought, what Washington thought, and what people today still think. It's an experiment. Four score and seven years ago, our fathers brought up, uh, created upon this uh, uh, here a new country, a country that was dedicated uh, to uh, liberty and the proposition that all men are created equal, conceived in liberty. Those are his words. And dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. He meant women too. And uh, we are now engaged in a great civil war to determine whether that nation or any nation so conceived and so dedicated can long endure. See, those are the words I want. To see. An experiment. And that's what he thought. It's an experiment. And I found some letters that George Washington wrote where he said the same thing. It's an experiment. That experiment existed then because even the liberals in Europe, you know, they're looking over here and they're saying it's a great idea in principle, but it'll never work. Uh, But we'll show them it does. That's what Washington thought. And that's what Lincoln thought. And that's what people still think today. It's an experiment that's still going on. It's that next generation. And the one after that. My grandchildren and their children. They'll determine whether the experiment still works. And, of course, I am an optimist, and I'm pretty sure it will. I
1: thought it was striking that he did not talk really about the Supreme Court or his career or or thank his agent or anything like that. Thank his agent. He just (laughs) talked about the Like Harvey Weinstein. (laughs) Exactly. Everybody in Miramax Pictures. (laughs) No, it was it just it, talking about the Constitution, the nature of this uh, wonderful experiment
3: of ours. And, uh, you know, if you troll Twitter, which is hell, Twitter is hell and the worst place on Earth. As I was talking about people between the 20s, I think, like that the uh, the fringe on the left. No, this is not an experiment that should continue and will continue. And, and it's horrible. It's an awful thing for everyone. How dare he? And no, the founding fathers did not want to include women or black people. They were, you know, none of the stuff that he just said there. And then, of course, on the far right, you can't ever like anybody who uh, is on the other side of the political aisle from you. Right. They're
1: they're a dangerous
3: lunatic. They're not merely misguided. I thought there's a good American. We need to make sure we get people on the court who believe that, that this is a good experiment worth continuing as opposed to, it's a terrible country we need to tear down, which, unfortunately, you hear from way too much. I don't think there's that many people that feel that way, but they sure got a loud voice.
1: Yeah, yeah. I disagree with Breyer all the time on legal decisions. You know, I could bore you with why, but, um, yeah, I just I think he sees the world and the role of the government differently than I do. I don't think he's evil. In fact, he seems like a nice old fella. Yeah, seems he does. sharper than a guy at the 1600 Pennsylvania for his age. Oh, yeah, no kidding. Woo that care. Well, how about this? This has been getting a lot of attention lately.
3: With with people thinking it's kind of charming and cool. You know, Joe Biden was the head of the Judiciary Committee when Justice Breyer was nominated in '93 or whenever it was. Doesn't th- th- that make anybody stop and pause? This guy's <laughs> retiring because he's so freaking old, right? And the right. guy that was and, and to become uh, the chair of the just the, the Judiciary Committee, you got to be around a while you got to be one of the senior senators you got to be one of the senior senators and biden was that guy when this guy was young and appointed and is still president when the guy decides he's too old to do it anymore
1: yeah (laughs) yeah i know it
3: i mean that's hilarious yeah so biden announced when he was running for president that he was going to nominate a black woman to the supreme court should an opening come and uh, he confirmed that yesterday. And the Wall Street Journal was talking about how there have been many ruin- rulings by the Supreme Court that you can't do that sort of thing in hiring. It's just, it's just not okay. And we've all accepted that. Um, and uh, uh, Well, I, I not universities, but go on. Let me hit you with this quote, which I hadn't heard. In 1975, Senator Biden, yes, Joe Biden was a U.S. senator. In 1975... Stop it. That's not possible. Doesn't seem like it would be possible, but it is. But Joe Biden was a senator in 1975 and and declared, I do not buy the concept popular in the 60s, which said we have suppressed the black man for 300 years and the white man is now far ahead in the race for everything that society offers. In order to even the score, we must now give the black man a head start or even hold the white man back to even the race. He doesn't believe in that sort of thing.
1: Okay. Okay. Sure. He believes in what will get him elected, sure. like a like politician. That's a good statement. I like that.
3: Yeah. Um, uh, and they quote in the Wall Street Journal, uh, Chief Justice, or not Chief Justice, but Justice Powell of the Supreme Court, who in one case declared that preferring members of any one group for no reason other than race or ethnic origin is discrimination for its own sake. Um Yeah. I think so, but apparently it doesn't apply on the Supreme Court. And then this final paragraph, which I found pretty devastating, Mr. Biden is now going to create one of the more jarring and incongruous moments in the history of the Supreme Court. This fall, in the Harvard, North Carolina case, the justices will hear arguments that the use of race admissions is unlawful discrimination. And one of the people on the Supreme Court deciding that case will have gained their seat in part through exclusionary criteria of race and sex. Mm-hmm. One of the justices on that Supreme Court will have been determined ahead of time that you're in this job because of your sex and your race.
1: That is pretty incongruous. Yeah, as usual, the existence of an incongruity like that, an outrage, a, you know, an offense against you know, all that is good and decent, it, its existence is interesting, and we can talk about it. But whether it gets the weight that uh, widespread discussion can lend it? Probably not. I don't see the New York Times writing about it. I'm not, I don't guess the Washington Post is going to make a big deal or even ask the question. It's uncomfortable for our side. So they'll leave it alone. Does Justice Sotomayor
3: agree with Breyer's speech yesterday where he said this is a great experiment that needs to continue? And the founding fathers said all men are created equal. They meant women, he threw in there. And I thought, does, she, does Justice Sotomayor believe that?
1: Well, I'm not sure. I think he was talking about Lincoln specifically there, and I'm not sure Link meant that exactly either, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, you're one of them. Joe's AOC. <laughs> you got an AOC
3: bumper uh, bumper sticker on your Subaru, don't you? I do. Well, More than one. Please. Can't even see out the back window I got so many. I'm a Bernie bro. I'm wearing a T-shirt <laughs> right now, as you can see. Uh, so- Bernard Sanders. CNN had an interesting report last night. The White House quickly said that is not true. CNN was quoting a White House source, an anonymous White House source. Then the story disappeared. Um, I don't know exactly what's happening uh, with this. It's a phone call between Biden and the president of Ukraine. We can play a little of uh, the reporting
1: on it for you. It's, it's fairly dramatic, I think. Well, it's a blockbuster. You'd think there'd be reporting on the reporting at the very least. I mean, because either the story is right And amazing, or it's wrong, and that's amazing. What's (laughs) CNN doing, right? So that's next.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
4: The Armstrong and Getty Show. I'm not sure I could characterize how heated it got, but there was definitely a disagreement about the sort of level of risk that the country is facing uh, when it comes to uh, a Russian invasion. On the one hand, President Biden saying the threat is imminent, the Ukrainians pushing back on that, saying that the, uh, the threat, according to their intelligence analysts, is a bit more ambiguous than that, and it's, a p- it's possible that there won't be an invasion, whereas uh, President Biden apparently telling his Ukrainian counterpart that an invasion was virtually certain later on in February when the ground uh, becomes uh, more frozen.
3: So as a report, I got a fair amount of attention on CNN yesterday on Jake Tapper's show, I believe. That's an Ukrainian official describing the phone call, and then they had a uh, an anonymous source inside CNN backing this up. Uh, this is the part that's getting the most attention.
4: He warned the Ukrainian uh, leader that the capital, Kiev, this city here, uh, could be sacked. And that, that's, that's the word he apparently used, according to this uh, Ukrainian official, sacked by Russian forces, who he said may attempt to occupy it.
3: And then, uh, and then finally this.
4: Let me just get this, this line out. Quite impactful, if you forgive me. Uh, President Biden telling his counterpart that Ukraine should prepare for impact. So quite a stark warning there from the U.S. leader.
3: So the White House immediately put out a statement saying that Joe Biden didn't say either of those things, uh, particularly the Capitol is going to be sacked and prepare for impact. Um, And and there was a story bouncing around. I forget where it was from, that the White House is claiming there are people uh, inside the White House that are apparently trying to sabotage them or something that are uh, leaking to uh, news organizations.
1: Wow. You know, it was funny. You should say that as I was listening to that, I was reminded probably because I've been reading about this and have something to bring up later on the topic, but reading about all of the anonymous sources and, and the, uh, the Russian collusion hoax stuff and the, and the steel dossier and And people discussing, discussing it, and just how you couldn't believe anything, and so many people were so r- reporting so many things that just weren't so or were wildly misleading. I just I got through with that report. I don't have the slightest idea to, to what extent it can be true. No idea. Might be a hundred percent true or a hundred percent false or somewhere in between. Could you picture Joe Biden
3: saying those sorts of things, but then upon reflection? Wishing he hadn't.
1: Absolutely. Almost. Oh, yeah, that's not even a stretch.
3: <laughs> almost exactly like his press conference in which he said, "Well, you know, a minor incursion, and with NATO split the way it is, I mean, he should have never said those things out loud." And they cleaned that up immediately. So that that could have very well happened. He he you on know, a phone call, he said, "Hey, your capital is going to get sacked, so I'd prepare for impact." And
1: then the deciding, yeah, it's probably not what we should be saying. If you're asking might this president say something so outrageously unwise and idiotic that he'd already agreed not to say that even a layman would recommend it as an enormous fumble yes absolutely i haven't actually heard this this is richard
3: engel
2: of nbc news on the ukraine situation president Zelensky has told his people there's no unusual risk and blamed the united states for stirring panic it's left many Ukrainians not knowing what to do. There are no public orders for drilling, no mass call-ups of reserves, no tests of emergency response systems, just life is normal. It seems there will be no military invasion, says Marina. I believe this. I want to believe this. Okay, well now you can, under- what? Now you can understand why it was a problem
3: that... The global CNN was reporting that the president of the United States just told the president of Ukraine the capital is about to be sacked when inside the country the president of Ukraine is saying hey, everything's fine, they're not calling up reserves. And I've seen a number of reports that have been weird to me that life has gone on as normal. I've seen some of the man-on-the-street interviews they're doing, are we supposed to say Kiev now?
1: Yes. Actually, I've got a, a lesson on how to pronounce it, but okay. I got through the entire thing and it's still impossible. Kiev is pretty good. I don't want to get distracted by that.
3: But so they're doing man-on-the-street interviews with people there in Kiev who were, they were asking them, you know, are you concerned about it? No, I, nah, I don't think about it ever really. And the guy's wife's saying, no, nah, we're just living our lives. So, you know, people shopping, driving, doing their thing. So I
1: feel like I'm more concerned about it than they are. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Is this whole thing American media clickbait? I mean, there are six figures worth of Russians with guns on the border, and they don't live there. And they're adding to that every day. Right. So something is going on. Is it, is it, is it, Z- old uh, Zelensky, is he just delusional? Well, all those people in the capital aren't delusional. You think they'd be plenty concerned. You'd think all the reserves would be called up and people would be drilling, bomb shelters open, uh, donating blood, the rest of right. it. Right. Well, uh, Richard Engel went on on that.
2: Some Ukrainians accuse President Zelensky of publicly urging calm to bolster his own support as he's challenged politically by Ukraine's former president and ex-champion boxer, now Kiev Mayor Vitaly Klitschko. It's not an option to relax and stay calm. Things could explode at any minute, says Alexander Vizerov, an army veteran. But ignore it or not, the threat U.S. and NATO officials say is real and mounting. So, I, I, I'm i interested in this
3: story. I, I check the news on it multiple times a day, but I'm clearly more concerned about it than the average person walking down the street in Kiev, which is weird. Kiev. That is weird.
1: <laughs> Kiev. 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 Uh, so, uh, you know, granted, we had a reality show hotel guy as president, but do I understand correctly, they've got a YouTube comedian and a boxer squaring off for the leadership of the country? Correct. Okay.
3: What what kind of a political move is it to pretend that one of the biggest militaries in the world has not got you surrounded and giving every indication they're about to take over your country?
1: Well, it's just to bolster his support. Well, when Putin's boys come over the border, that support will kind of be gone, right? (laughs) I don't understand that as a strategy. I'm not sure it's going to matter to the mayor or the president
3: once the troops roll in uh, any of this uh, verbal jousting.
1: Saying, honey, don't worry, grizzlies don't bite as one bears down on your family is a very short-term strategy.
3: Yeah. So I've been following some of the news inside Russia, which is fascinating. You know, it's a a state-controlled media. So what the people in Russia are hearing is that Russia is basically surrounded. NATO has been surrounding them. They're threatening to uh, put Ukraine in NATO. They're being surrounded by the world. We're threatening Russia. He's really doing a good job of convincing the people of Russia that they're the ones...
1: They're basically in the situation Ukraine
3: is in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. They must be attending the same writing workshops as the Chinese government propagandists, because their big thing now is that uh, the official communist view of history is that the entire, you know, what is it now, 50 years of engagement with the United States has been for one purpose. The U.S. wanted to abuse and milk China for all its assets, and has just been cheating China and spying and stealing. And when it's been exactly the opposite, so yeah, the the whole Russia's uh, being abused by NATO. NATO surrounded us. We're who are in desperate straits here. You can picture Joe Biden on the phone. Hey, no malarkey,
3: huh? You're gonna you're gonna be sacked. Hey, look, the one thing, the tanks roll in. The two thing, no joke, no joke. Fighter planes. You know the thing. No malarkey. Right, had a bad kefka, <laughs> and then and then the YouTube president of Ukraine turns, puts his hand over the receiver. He said, "Bad a care anybody know what that means?
1: <laughs> translators, translators, hurry! Well, I had bad kefka. <laughs> I do not know, know this halada bad Mister President, sir. This
0: idea is a bunch of malarkey.
3: Yeah, so i don't yeah, know. It's it's hard not. to say what's going on there. Yeah, clearly, clearly. Uh <laughs> We got a lot more to get to. Oh, yeah.
0: Armstrong and Getty.